It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Paranoid Banker Podcast. Hey, Darren Garman here, and we're going to discuss in today's podcast what you should be looking for in the coming wave of distressed real estate, okay? Distressed real estate, because if there's something that we know is coming, and I've seen signs of it already, it's distressed real estate, okay? It's coming. And arguably, there may not ever be a better time to get in the market and be able to buy commercial real estate at a discount. Because it's starting already. It will become even more the case as companies run out of money, as, and that's really what's going to happen. I mean, we could name five or six other reasons, but really it all comes down to money. So as companies start running out of revenue, and are unable to meet obligations, and this is even after doing workouts and change of terms agreements with lenders and you know extensions of loans and all of that. All that's got to work itself out. So here's the one thing, the first thing you can you can pretty much know. You are going to see opportunities come on the market now, but you're not going to see a lot of them. Okay, you're not going to see a lot of them because there's going to be a wave of what's called change in terms. Okay, I'm just going to write change terms on my board here. All this really means is lenders working with these owners to give them an opportunity to get their shit figured out. Okay, that's really what it means. So, you know, whether they're going to forbear, you don't have to make payments for a month, two months, three months, whether it's paying interest only, maybe it's putting something on the front end, on the back. So whatever agreements and, you know, um, change in loan terms happen, that's in the process now, okay? That's what's going on right now. So what you've got to know here is this has to kind of flush itself out because there will be properties and property owners that will, because of the change of terms, will actually come out of this fine. Okay, there will be. So because of the change of terms agreement, it will help a percentage, a smaller percentage of commercial property owners. So number one, we've got to give this a time to work itself out. Now, that's not to say there aren't opportunities coming up now, because there are, but you're just not going to see a lot of them. You're going to hear a lot of talk about them. You're going to hear a lot of headline news about this. Well, especially because the media loves bad news, right? So you're going to see and hear, but you're really you're going to see and hear about it, but you're really not going to see specific opportunities coming to you. It's probably going to be three, six, nine months. Some will be trickling in now. That will happen. So you want to be ready for them now, technically, but you really won't be having much of an opportunity in terms of choices for probably another six to nine months, okay? So number one, understand that, all right? Number two, now you need to be thinking about what type of properties 
that you're going to be focusing on here, okay? So what type of property? Here's what you're going to see happen. Commercial property will be more susceptible to issues, problems, foreclosure, being in the, in the um, circumstances of being either sold at a discount or the debt on those properties sold at a discount. Okay? So it's, it's really no surprise. We don't need to have PhDs in economics to figure out that office buildings are going to have more problems than multifamily properties will. Right? Retail properties. I mean, if you own a retail strip center right now and you've got 10 tenants and nine of them are mom and pop tenants with local businesses and they're all closed right now, you're going to be having a problem. Those kinds of properties, you're going to see more of them, more of the commercial, right? So there's going to be more office. There'll be retail, specifically strip centers, okay? These will be the biggies right here. And some that are under construction right now. Right? Here's where most of the opportunities will come from, big picture wise. Okay? Big picture wise. So what type of property are you going to be thinking about here? All of them? Some of them? Okay? So, the last one is going to be, and I'm going to put it on the page, it's going to be multifamily. Okay? Now, I just said you won't see as many, and you won't. Multifamily. You're not going to see as many multifamily properties come on the market as distressed properties compared to office buildings and retail. It's just not going to happen. Okay? But you will see them. They will come. They will come. Uh, just not in as many or large, uh, large numbers as the others. So the thing you want to be thinking about now is, okay, what type of properties do I really want to be focusing on? Office, retail, new construction, multifamily, all of them, some of them. It's something you want to think about. Okay? So it starts with Knowing that this is all going to start shaking out in the next six to nine months, you'll be seeing more and more opportunities finally becoming available. And this is going to be in two areas. So this is number three. So before I leave number two, change in terms, six to nine months is when this is going to be happening. Okay? Where more opportunities will be seen, not heard, if that makes sense. The type of property, office, retail, new construction, and multifamily. You want to be thinking about all of them, some of them. Okay. So after you've gone through this, Understand that you're going to have two ways of investing in these. Okay? A is going to be the property itself. Okay? Property itself. So owner of property contacts you. You know, I own the 24-unit building on Smith and Jones Street, and we need to sell. We got to get this thing sold. Okay? So it's either property or bank contacts you, or your buddy that's a real estate agent somewhere hears something, he contacts you, or she contacts you. So there's property, and then there's debt. Debt. Okay? Remember, you can also buy debt on property. Okay? You don't necessarily have to buy the property, you could, but you could be looking for the debt on that property. 
So I was talking with one of my investment partners here just this, just this last Sunday, and him and I agree, agree that there will be more then there will be more opportunity to buy debt than we've probably seen, we don't want, I don't want to say ever, but in a long, long, long time. So how does that work? So for example, I'll, I'll give you a really easy example. Your, a community bank or credit union where you live has loans on two 12-unit buildings in, in, in your town or city. Okay? The owner's in trouble. The lender knows this is not going to end well, despite you know working on those change in terms agreements. They've gone through that. You know now it's you know we're, we're six nine months down the road, and the lender's like, Shh. you know th this isn't this just isn't working out. But we've got this mortgage on this property. And you come as someone that says, okay, credit union or bank, I'll buy the loan on this from you. That way, you don't have to worry about foreclosure. You don't have to worry about, you know, pissing off the owner, the bad blood and relationship and all that. I'll take over and I'll take care of the debt, and probably you'll be able to buy that debt at a discount. Right? I think you'll be seeing more of this opportunity than we've probably seen in a long, long time, uh, if not ever. But you still have the opportunity to buy property. That's pretty self-explanatory property comes on the market, it's either in foreclosure, it comes on the market before foreclosure, maybe even after the foreclosure owned by bank or credit union, sure that's always there, but always remember too here, especially going forward over the next six to nine months, there's going to be opportunities to buy debt, okay, debt. So, we've gone over pretty much when you're going to be seeing these things coming as opportunities, seen, not just heard. We talked about the type of properties you're going to be seeing, some more than others, and thinking about where you want to be spending your time and attention, one, two, all of them. We talked about the opportunities to buy either property or debt. But the biggest thing that you don't have right now, and it's one that you're going to need if you're going to get serious about this, you need to have what's called deal flow. Okay? Deal flow. So what's your plan in getting these deals to come to you? What's your plan? How are you going to do it? What kind of steps are you proactively going to take in order to be what I call the go-to guy, and this applies to men and women, the go-to guy for these people that have property they need to dump, they need to sell at a discount, lenders that have debt that have that have debt they need to get rid of at a discount, how are you going to be the go-to guy for that? Okay, wrong answer is, well, I'm just going to have a buddy of mine that's a real estate agent. You know, he's in the business, she's in the business, they'll let me know. That's the wrong answer. Okay, because real estate agents, as good as they may be, they're usually the last ones to hear about something that comes on the market until, what, it's already repossessed by the bank, it's going to be put on the market, and again, that may not be a bad opportunity, but think of all the time that it takes in order to get to that point. So, this isn't a bad idea, it's just not, should not be your go-to. It should not be your go-to.
So the other one that people will say is, well, you know, I've got friends out there that will keep me posted and let me know um, what's going on out there. I got a buddy of mine, he works at a bank. I got a buddy of mine, he works at the credit union. Um, I got a buddy of mine, he, um, he works out at the recorder's office. So not bad, okay, not a bad answer, but are you really gonna be the go-to guy with these kinds of things going right now. Because I'm gonna bet right now, most of you, if this interests you, okay, if this interests you, especially in your own backyard, in your own marketplace, you don't have a damn idea how to do this. How to get in front of these deals. How to get the deals to come to you as the go-to guy. Again, applies to men and women, okay? So, you need to do one of two things, or consider doing one of two things, in order to be the go-to guy for this deal flow to come to you. All right? Now remember, why? Do, first of all, before I go into what you need to do, let me hit number five here. Why do you want the deals to come to you? Okay? Versus you going out to get them, or, you know, cold calling. Right? So... The tip that I'm going, how are they going to be coming to you? Because if you don't have a process and a system in place, you're just hoping and you're going to miss out. Uh, yeah, you may be able to hear about, see, or maybe get access to one or two things, but wouldn't you want to get access to as many as you can and have the ability to say yes or no. Uh, I'd rather have 300 properties come across my desk where I can maybe pick and choose than three. And if you don't have a process and a system for them to come to you, you're going to have three, not 300. Okay, so depending on how serious you are about the coming wave of distressed properties really dictates what you need to do. So, there's really only two ways to have them come to you. There's really only two. All right, way number one, and I'm just gonna put A here, is you get lined up with a go-to guy. Okay? Okay, so you get lined up with a go-to guy. So you don't have to be a go-to guy, but you have alignment with that go-to guy, so if and when that opportunity comes up, you're contacted because the go-to guy has already laid all of the groundwork, has done all of the work in order to start fielding those property opportunity calls and inquiries from these owners. Okay, that's one way. So not surprisingly, I have quite a few so far. There will be more investors that have contacted me and with some, we've even laid out strategy on here's what we're going to do. Here's how this is going to go. Here's what I expect the conversations to be about when these opportunities come up. I've already had these conversations with investors. Okay, because they're hooking up with me, they're plugging into me as the go-to guy. Okay, so that's way number one. Okay, number two is you develop a system for these property owners to call you. 
to get in touch with you. Okay? So you don't have to be plugged in, okay, plugged into a go-to guy. Once again, it could be a woman too, doesn't matter, man or woman. So the properties come to you, so the opportunities come to you. If that's not your thing, if you don't want to do that, you need to develop a system where the owners are contacting you. Okay? Where they're contacting you. If you don't have either one of those two things, you're not going to take, be able to near, take advantage of near the opportunities that are going to be coming around. Because they're going to be. And here's the bad news about this, guys. If you're a person, if you're an investor that wants to stick with multifamily, okay, you want to stick in the multifamily world, I can tell you there's going to be less of those. Okay? So with less, if you don't have a go-to guy you're hooked up to or you don't have a system in place to start having these owners contact you, you're going to really have a small number of opportunities to look at and take advantage of. Okay? So, what do you do? What do you do? Let me just kind of go full circle here real quick. Number one, remember, change in terms. We're not really going to be seeing a lot of these projects in front of us as being able to purchase. We're going to hear about them, but we won't see them for probably another good six to nine months. Some will trickle in. There will be a few here or there, but the bulk of these, it's going to be six to nine months down the road more than likely. Okay, office will be number one, retail will be close to office, new construction will be in there, and then multifamily basically one through four in terms of number of opportunity, more opportunity up here, down to less opportunity, but there will be opportunity in all those areas. Okay? Number three, there's going to be opportunity not only by property, but debt. Okay? Property and debt. Number four, deal flow. Okay? Deal flow. None of this stuff does you any good unless you're going to have deal flow coming in. Okay? And remember, all of this connects to your systems. So for distressed debt and distressed property, are you going to align yourself, plug yourself into the go-to guy or person? All right? Or are you going to develop a system for you to be the go-to guy? Okay? For you to be the go-to guy. And without this, all this is going to be is just conversation for you. Just conversation. Maybe that's the way you want it. But that's how you take advantage of this. Other than what I've just described here, it's just going to be something you talk about to your, with, your, with your kids or your grandkids, you know, years down the road. That you didn't take advantage of it. You weren't able to do anything. You didn't you weren't part of that pro that process because you didn't have a go-to guy to plug into or you didn't have a system. Okay? So, let me give you something to think about on this podcast. Okay? Um, so, I am going to, for a limited, limited time and a limited number of investors, uh, I'm going to have a mentor program Okay, for this. Okay, for this. A mentor program for those investors that want to become the go-to guy in their markets so they get the call, 
they get the activity from a debt standpoint and from a property standpoint. I'm going to do a mentor program for 15 investors. For 15 investors. Okay? This mentor program basically takes you from A to Z. So, in other words, it takes you from thinking about possibly being the go-to guy to being the go-to guy. Alright? And what you need to do in order to have them come to you. Okay? Versus trying to make some frantic calls, hoping a friend of yours that might be in the real estate business contacts you. We're talking about a process and a system to get this done. Because this is a system I've been implementing now going on 30 years. So there's a reason why opportunities come to me, why uh, partners, especially a lot of passive investors, want to be hooked up with me, aligned with me, and own property with me, because I've already done 30 years of legwork from A to Z to get the opportunities to come to me, because I'm the go-to guy in my area. I'm not the go-to guy in Houston, Texas. I'm not the go-to guy in San Jose. I'm not the go-to guy in Palm Springs. I'm not. I am in my world, in Eastern Iowa, I'm the go-to guy. Okay? So, do you want to be the go-to guy for these opportunities as they're coming up and they're coming in your market? If you do, you should contact me. You should let me know. And you should consider being one of the 15. Now remember, you need to be serious about this. Okay, this is for serious investors. Okay, this is not for someone that doesn't want to spend the time, effort, and energy in becoming the go-to guy in the market. Because frankly, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's not easy. But the cool thing about being the go-to guy in the market is it's replicatable and you're there. So once you've established the systems and the processes, all you do is you keep the systems and the processes running and you become more and more and more and more the go-to guy in your marketplace. Okay. So if you're interested in the mentor program, just send me an email. I'll send you some details about it. Uh, you can just send me an email at darren.garman at gmail.com. Okay. So all you got to do is basically say, hey, Darren, I'm, you're talking about that mentor program. You're going to limit it to 15 investors so they can become like the go-to guy in their marketplace. Maybe be like you being like the Darren Garman, but in their market. Um, and so I'll have a mentor program for 15 investors. If you're interested, send me an email. I'll send you more information. Again, but before you send me an email, A, you've got to be serious. B, you've got to be willing to work. If you're not in one of those two, just don't, don't even bother. Okay, don't even bother. Okay, so to close up this week's podcast, let's go ahead and let's just do a quick review because 
whether you're interested in anything I've said in terms of the uh, mentorship program or not, this is really, really good stuff. So remember, we're not going to be seeing property for probably another six to nine months in terms of opportunities finally becoming available. Um, it's going to be office, retail, construction, then multifamily in that order. We know that. Okay? There's going to be two opportunities here. Property opportunities to purchase and debt opportunities. Property and debt. Okay? You may want to focus on one. You may want to focus on two, on both of them. Now that we know what properties are going to be coming, now that we know about when we're going to be seeing more and more opportunities, knowing there will be some deals that will trickle in here or there, if we're serious now, we've got to work on our deal flow. We want to get in front of these, as many as possible. We want hundreds crossing our desk now over the next 12 to 18 months. Don't we? Okay. Well, the only way you can do that is one of two ways. One, you either get hooked up, plugged into a go-to guy. So I gave you the example of a lot of my investment partners are plugged into me for that exact reason. I mean, the folks in the flagship fund know that once a project comes available, I'm the go-to guy that's going to be getting it, and they're going to be able to reap the benefits of being hooked up with me by virtue of me being the go-to guy in those projects. Either real estate or the debt are going to come to me. Okay? So you either get plugged into a go-to guy, somebody like me, okay, or you have a system in place where now you become the go-to guy. Okay? And for those of you that are like, God, Darren, that's a great idea. I can see myself doing that in my own marketplace, but I don't have a system. I don't really know what to do other than maybe make some phone calls, talk to my real estate buddy, uh, talk to my friend that works at the recorder's office. If you don't have a real system in place, you should consider my mentor program for this. Because this is going to be fun, folks. I mean, these deals are coming. Wouldn't you like to be working on these things as they're coming down the road, looking at one after the other after the other as they're coming to you? I mean, that'd be, that'd be not, only, not only will you make some really, really, really good money over the coming years, especially with equity. Well, the equity is just going to be huge. All right, but talk about a lot of fun. But you've got to have a system in place. And if you're interested in getting a system in place, you should think about my mentor program specifically for this. Okay? And if you're interested, you should send me an email. All right? Now, let me close this podcast by mentioning two other really quick things to you other than what I've mentioned to you. Okay? Number one is this. Even if you're like a really, really big risk-averse person, okay, like, oh, I don't know, you know, it's, it's kind of risky doing this, and if this kind of makes you nervous, I want you to think about in the coming 12 to 18 months, you're going to be able to buy properties at discounts that arguably we've not seen before. So your risk is like, I don't ever want to say there's no risk involved, but it is going to be so low, so low, okay? So even if you're kind of nervous, you're paranoid like me. I'm paranoid about lots of stuff, especially when it comes to the real estate properties we own and that we purchase. But over the next 12 to 18 months, the risk level has been cut in half easily, 
easily. Okay? So that's number one. So think about that. Number two, and this, is, this one's kind of a biggie, and I'm going to put it right down here. I want you to think forward five to ten years from now. Five to ten years from now. And I know, I know it's hard with all of the crap going on right now, all of the bad news that you're bombarded with. I mean, I was telling my investment partners the other day, we're making decisions like a week at a time. We haven't talked long-term strategy for a couple months because you're forced to make short-term decisions. Okay? So it's hard to be thinking five years down the road right now, isn't it? With everything going on, ten years down the road. But think about this. In the next year, if you're able to pick up, let's just say, one or two really, really good projects at substantial discounts by either being plugged into somebody that's got the access to them, okay, or you implement your own program so you can have access in your own marketplace, or hell, maybe both. What will your financial world look like five to ten years from now? For not maybe not only you, kids, grandkids. I hope pretty damn interesting. Because the amount of equity that will be gained in the next couple of years, I mean, it's, it's almost incalculable. So, think down the road right now too, guys. It's not easy to do, I know. But think down the road with the opportunities that are coming. Okay? And so, I've covered some things in this podcast that I hope at least gets you thinking about what to expect, what you're going to be seeing, and if you're really serious about getting things going in your financial world, some things you should be doing and taking action on in order to be sitting in the kind of place that you're going to be really, really happy you're sitting five to ten years from now. Okay? Hey, thanks for spending the time with me this week on this podcast. Again, comments, questions, make sure you go ahead and you comment and you let me know what's on your mind uh, and you've got my contact information, so I'd love to hear from you. All right? All right, we'll talk to you later. We'll see you. Have a great day. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com. Thanks for joining Darren Garman's Paranoid Banker Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.garmanblog.com.